Once, while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gesenaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, to hear your voice, and in hearing your voice, to love your word, and in loving your word, to do your will. Amen. They left everything and followed him. They left everything and followed him. They left everything and they followed him. What would it look like if we left everything and followed him? What would we be like? How would we act? Would we look the same as we do now? Maybe, but also there's a good chance no. What would our homes be like? Would our neighborhoods be different? What do you think? Do you think it would change our bodies, our hearts, our minds, if we left everything and followed him? I wonder how our country would be different. Would we vote differently? Priorities rearranged, perhaps? What kind of shape would our world be in? Would we be hurting it environmentally? Would we terrorize its inhabitants with war? I can almost certainly say no. What would it look like if we left everything and followed him? Divisions may not be as stark as they are now. Unity might feel like a feasible reality. Love could really be love, and hate would truly have no home here. Leaving everything, it's not a little ask, nor is it an easy task. I wonder what it took for Simon and James and John to leave everything and follow him. Let's just take a minute and picture this together. Simon and James and John just had this miraculous event happen right before their very eyes. Their boats were so filled with fish that they began to sink. To sink, the sole reason boats were ever invented in the first place was so that they'd be able to float above water 
And here we are with boats sinking because there were that many fish. I have this image in my head of a wooden rowboat, faded in color from being stained by the sun, out there on the lake. I'd like to think that they were surrounded by warm air and the morning light starting to show after working all night to no avail of their own. That our valiant fishermen are in their boat with some big, solid oars, heavy. The handles no longer rough and splintery, but soft and smooth from being worn down from all of the use that they get. And there is Jesus, right there in the middle of it with them. Jesus tells the fishermen to try again. And this becomes an instance where the story in Luke is a little bit different than the ones that appear in other gospel readings. In Mark and Matthew, the other two synoptic gospels, we don't have any pushback, no questions asked. In Mark and Matthew, we hear drop your nets and go, and so they did. But here, we hear something a little bit different. We hear Simon Peter try to explain himself as he responds to Jesus. Hey, we've been working all night, and we are still here in the morning with empty nets. But I guess if you say we should do it, then we will. And really, that I think is what makes the story so relatable. How many times have we worked so hard on something? Maybe trying to get the copier at the office to work. Maybe we spent hours trying to get a stain out of our favorite shirt. Maybe we rocked a baby for what seems like eternity and she's still crying. Or perhaps we spent the last hour trying to get the dog to come back inside and it just simply isn't happening. We've all been there. And then, then there is that person. That one person who says, well, have you tried this? <laughs> this is the point where most of us would force a smile and politely say, thanks for the suggestion, instead of muttering some not so nice words under our breath about the very unwanted suggestion. And this is where the story differs, our story differs from the one we heard in this evening's gospel reading. The person suggesting to give it the old college try once more is Jesus. After he has climbed upon their boat, and sat down to teach the people. Let's go out again, a little deeper, a little deeper. There, that's it. Now let down your nets. And that is when this miracle happens. They caught more fish than they were equipped to deal with, their nets bursting and boats sinking. When everyone makes it back to shore, they then left everything and followed him. No mention whatsoever of all this fish that was just caught. None, like zero. This story just ends, and Jesus goes on to perform another miracle, and then another one. But no one ever tells us what happens to all the fish. We don't hear of Simon preparing the fish to bring to the market to sell and get rich off of. James doesn't ask for 20 minutes so he can run and grab everyone he knows to brag about these two boats overflowing with fish. And John isn't greedy, and he doesn't try to sneak a fish or two into his pocket to bring home for later. No, none of that happens. They left everything, their boats, their nets, the fish. If you identify as a fisherman, those three things are essential to your identity. And yet they left it all. They were presented with a new charge from Jesus. From now on, you will be catching people. Jesus had called these people to be disciples and to now go catch more of them. This may be a gospel reading we don't typically hear on Thanksgiving, 
And yet, I think it serves as an important reminder for us. This time of year, it's so easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of the holiday season, of wanting to be certain we have enough food to serve, presents to wrap, and time to give. The topic of abundance, or lack thereof, seems to be all around us. That is what I love so much about this story. The importance of this miracle story is not that the fishermen had more fish than they knew what to do with. The importance of this story is that the fishermen were able to walk away from all of the abundance because they were called by Jesus. I don't know about you, but for me, this brings such an equal sense of relief and humbleness anytime I hear this story, but especially in this season, when we may feel the need to impress others in one way or the next. Jesus doesn't care about what we have. He cares about who we have. Our fishermen have heard Jesus' teaching from the boat, and they have witnessed the miraculous act of God. Jesus has now charged them to go and reel in followers, as they had used to reel in the fish, for they were ready now. Siblings in Christ, you are ready too. We come to church to hear the word of God, to learn of Jesus' teaching, and to see, we see God at work in mysterious and miraculous ways each and every day in our lives. It's okay to doubt and to question. Simon does, and he still drops his net and goes where Jesus calls. We serve a loving God, a God who does not care about possessions, a God who is not quick to anger, for even when Simon was embarrassed of his behavior, of questioning Jesus, he is greeted with the gentle, do not be afraid. And the same goes for you and for me and for the Simons who are unsure and for that one person asking you if there's paper in the copying machine at work when you're at your wit's end trying to figure out why it's not working. For those of us who are so easily caught in the nets of abundance, there is a patient and loving God for all of us. And we have been called to go and fish for people so that more may know this immaculate love. Church, no matter what identity we came in with this evening, we are all leaving as God's fishermen this Thanksgiving. Amen.